into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Remember that time last week when we said that we were going to do a show this week no. and then everyone on Twitter asked us if we were doing a show this week and we we're like, hey, remember last week when we told you guys we were? That was fun. Somebody didn't watch the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of our Breaking Ground After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Kathy Cowley, and joining me every week for the Breaking Ground After Show, Brandon Taylor. Yes, that's right. I'm here, and I can lend my insight to all the the wrestling that's going on. And I have this, some questions for you specifically mm-hmm. in this episode, yeah, so we'll get to that. If you want to learn how to wrestle, you can follow me on Twitter at CWFH Training. I don't care. How often have you done this? I don't know. That's fair enough. First time. Um, <laughs> sitting <laughs> next to Brandon, the Mark Donica. Hey, I got a V in front of my name. V. Uh, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica. You can follow me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark. It's just that quick, just that easy. We are live in chat. So if if you didn't know, we record this live. Oh, you don't know? Ha- oh, you didn't know? We record this live. We are in chat to participate as well as on Twitter. Uh, all of our Twitter accounts. If you don't follow us already... You you messing up? Uh, just stay tuned if you have any questions for us, for Brandon, for Kathy, for myself specifically about this episode. Ask him in chat, and we'll make you a part of the show. All yeah. the stuff he said, yeah, I, I second do. it. Um, Producer mode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the final episode before Christmas. I'm not sure whether we're gonna have one next week. We actually are. They announced oh, it they today. Are. Okay. Today, oh. there's gonna cool. be. Uh, NXT is going to be preempted. It's going to be a, a year uh, in review. Year in review. And, They've uh, done that in years past as well. Breaking Ground is going to be episode nine after Raw. Yeah. So okay. Cool. Well, I'm excited for that. I will be watching it from um, my couch or whatever hotel room I'm in. We'll figure it out. Um, well, I won't be here, but you guys. We'll figure, figure it, out. it out. Well, yeah. we we yeah are we still will figure, figure it out. out. He was saying you were saying we, and I thought it meant me too. And then no, it's it's you we, too. We you will inclusive. let us know where you're watching it. Oh. So we can sign off on so it. Re- so, okay. so wrestling. Okay. Um, we start off this episode with something that we kind of already knew was going to happen, but it was still cool to see how it transpired um, in the actual moment. Triple H comes down to Full sale to tell Sasha and Bailey that they're going to make history twice, not just being the main event at a pay-per-view, but they're going to do it in a 30-minute Iron Woman match. A 30 woman, 30 Iron, woman minute match. Iron Minute yes. match. Um, <laughs> Saw that. Um, I, I caught myself. I was trying to, yeah, not make it obvious, but I was. <laughs> Anyways, um, this moment, both of them in tears, just so happy, mm-hmm. so nervous. Um, was it what you expected? It, yeah, I mean, they essentially I mean, showed the entire moment on the next week. Like, next week on Breaking Ground. Yeah. And they led the show with that. Bailey seemed like the big sister to Sasha in that moment, where mm-hmm. she's like, it's 
going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We've been prepping <laughs> our entire life to do this. We're good. <laughs> this is what we wanted. I think once you finally reach that that peak and that pinnacle, you sort of have to have that, that freak out moment of, yeah. oh my God, we're here. I, I didn't think we'd get here, but we're here. You have to give yourself <laughs> that moment. You really do. Or else, one, you'll feel terrible that you passed by without ever acknowledging it. And two, you can't truly be your full self without being in that moment. Yeah. So I'm, it, I'm happy that they got to I think show Bailey, Bailey might have been a little bit nervous. I think Sasha, oh, sure. was, Sasha was excited. But Bailey was like, oh, we, we really wrote a check that we have to cash now. I thought it was the opposite. Sasha really? kept on saying that she was nervous. And Bailey was like, oh, no, we got this. We're good. We got this. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe she was just being strong. Um, we'll see. Um, but still a really cool moment to uh, witness on television. True. On, you don't on get to see those no. kinds of things, and that's what this show is really good for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like to see those, the booking. Yeah. Like, actually see them making matches and such. And right. it paralleled, you know, what we saw at the end of... Um, Takeover Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. we saw at the end of Takeover Respect with you know both of those women just in tears for you know the match and all that they accomplished. Um, but after this, uh, I want to talk about Sami Zayn a little bit because oh, we sure. see more insight into uh, the struggles that he's had recently with his injury and with coming back from it. Um, he's anxious to come back, obviously, but for those that don't remember uh he tore his rotator cuff is that what it was uh nice. during a match well he he tore something rotator in his shoulder cuff and his labrum labrum yeah. connects your uh your collarbone to your shoulder mm-hmm. um but it was on his debut i he was just supposed to come up one time to be the nxt talent in montreal his hometown and then we would see where it would go from there it's hard but, to say what they wanted yeah that transpired yeah uh, we, and we could talk about that ad nauseum, but yeah. having the NXT banner there made it seem like this is a, just a special attraction because mm-hmm. they're in Montreal. Yeah. But, True. regardless. Yeah. Um, I think it was also the first time that his mother was going to see him wrestle, too. Like, there were so many things um, that should have been right in that moment, and one huge thing that went wrong. But it still made for an amazing moment. It was said during the show, you can't just stop. No. He it's is like, the ultimate underdog. Yeah. And and to fight against the ultimate Superman with with a, a messed up arm, and especially doing some of the stuff that he was doing where you have to post here, you have to do that, especially the blue thunder bomb, like so much stuff that requires a lot of lifting <laughs> and still to work through all that. He is a consummate consummate professional who deserves to make it, mm-hmm. really. In any other sport, this would have never happened. Nope. Any other sport on planet Earth, you tear that, you're done. Mm-hmm. But only in professional wrestling, you're going to see somebody completely destroy his shoulder at the beginning of a match, work the entire thing, and then have it reach its natural conclusion. It, I mean, I think we have seen it in other sports before. My mind jogs back to uh, the Olympics when I forget her name, but she uh, tore something in her knee and she still did the vault. To win the gold medal, yeah. Um, when was that? Like ninety six or that something. That was ninety six. Yeah. Um, but there are injuries, and when you're that passionate about it, and when it's 
what you've worked for your entire life, you're going to continue to do it no matter how much it hurts and how much it could potentially affect the rest of your career. Like, Mm -hmm. if he didn't wrestle in that moment, it might have not been as bad of an injury um, and he could have, you know, come back a lot sooner, but... At the same time, when they went in to look at what happened to his shoulder, there was a previous injury that they had a chance to repair at the same time. Mm. So in the long run, this, this was a saving grace. Yeah. Because now he's coming back. It, it arguably. seemed arguably, arguably it's a saving grace because they got to take care of some problems that may not have been as noticeable. Well, we know some spoilers that he's already back. <laughs> no, shut up. Shh. We'll I mean, about that in an but the timing, the timing of that, of this episode and the, his return, couldn't be couldn't be greater because the the created drama of some of the yeah. situations on the show. Uh, so now you're going to be watching <laughs> come Wednesday night, going, oh, is his debut going to be that much better, or is he going to falter, or is he going to re-injure himself? These, I mean, they created immediate drama yeah. on the show that's debuting tonight. What, what we do know about Sami Zayn is how incredibly passionate he is about the product and one of the things that William Regal even said in the episode is when you meet him he's a normal guy and then when he goes out there in front of a crowd he turns into this absolute mega superstar yeah can't take your eyes off him yeah that's that's i think the the greatest compliment and the greatest thing you can achieve it's once you pass that curtain you stop being mm-hmm. a person and you start being a like a Demigod. Charisma <laughs> is his middle name. Yes. Like if if you look up a Sammy picture, Sammy Zane have a middle name. Yeah, it's charisma. Oh, they just don't. He's just not built with it. Sammy yeah. C Zane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but it. I mean, like we saw in today's episode, his passion behind it. He's going to have a very long career, whether it's as a performer or behind the scenes. He said that his passion and what he wants to do when he's done with all of this is he wants to train. He wants to continue to stay in the industry. And we saw him giving pointers to Eva Marie later in the episode as well. I mean, it's this is a, a business that if you choose to be in it, there's a spot for you. If you want to be in the business, there's a spot for anybody. Even if you're done as an in-ring performer. Doesn't mean you you're going to make money. Stick around. <laughs> no, absolutely. I never said that. Yeah. No. I never said anything about money. But it's, if it's you the business be in it, itself. You can be in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we see another person who uh, got injured recently and is making his comeback, uh, Tino Sabatelli. And he is finally getting a shot at a live event against Apollo Crews, who we all know the company is very high on right now. Um, It seemed like, though, to me at least, that in this episode he spent a lot more time um, focusing on his looks and appearance than he did his in-ring skills and his, his... Promos. So glad you said that. Yeah. How do you prep for a match with Apollo Crews? Well, I'm going to get my suit fitted. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure my car is washed. And right. Like, yeah. Because Apollo Crews cares about all of those things, and you're going to beat him with your suit, with your car, with your tan. This is not how you beat a top-level athlete like Apollo Crews. You get in that ring, and you do whatever mm-hmm. whatever steps you have to do to better yourself going into this. Because it's an opportunity. You do not get opportunities <coughs> like this every day. That's fine if that's how you want to spend your off time, but I think that and maybe he does spend more hours in the ring than we we saw him in this episode Fair. but it it the way that this was cut um and I really hope that that's not the case is he you know 
cared more about how he looked and whatever else. Do you think the live booking was a setup as a result of the show? Like, do you think they would give a guy who just came back an opportunity to work with the number one contender at a house show? I think, yeah. Yes. I think they yeah. like him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, you look at Sabatelli, you go, yeah, this this guy's got... He's definitely got the look. He's got the thing. And that doesn't mean that he was booked in a, a long match. He could no, have no, been no, booked no. in a, a squash match. I'm, he could I'm have been... Now, with Breaking Ground, we're starting to see more people come to the forefront seemingly quicker. as a Because now that the public knows them, the public wants to see more about them. So you put them in these situations to where... There can be the crossover between, oh, we saw Tino at a live show. He's that guy from Breaking Ground. Or um, go to a live show. Who's this guy? Tino? Sab- I'm, I'm going to look him up. Oh, he's on their show Breaking Ground. So it's 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 a synergy type of thing, which I can totally understand. And But he has the athleticism. He looks like a wrestler. He does. He, he like, looks- that was the thing. Is him coming out, he started to nail some of the stuff and some of the notes that he had got previously. But then once he got in the ring was was when you would start to see... It's the small stuff. Mm -hmm. Because he even says later after the match, oh, I thought it went great. So, well, yeah. And you have to be very critical of yourself in that situation. I wanted to ask you, Brandon, specifically of um, the move that he botched against um, Apollo Crews. How um, much does that affect you? Is that... Something that could potentially really injure Apollo, or was that over dramatized? That was over dramatized. Okay. That was, there's really, that's the way he landed. There's no way to cross over. Um, it just didn't look good. It, no, it didn't look good at all. And that's one of, that was one of Apollo's big spots. That drop kick is one of the most beautiful drop kicks in the world. A man that size being able to get that high and hit something that pretty. And mm-hmm. the fact that Tino didn't take it the right way takes away from it. So as a guy doing that move, you've you you have every right to be angry that the guy just did not make your move look as pretty as it could have been. That was really the biggest thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't worried about him like getting hurt or anything. If it was a different if he took it a different way, I could understand. But he just totally dodged it yeah. and maybe caught toe on shoulder. Maybe. I mean, it was a spin out. If he, yeah, was, if he was just to go straight down, then that's a dangerous point. But he, he just went out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's it's safe, but it looks like crap. Yeah. Utter did crap. you see the, the punches that he was throwing? Punches that he was throwing? The, the camera did not lend to making them really visible mm-hmm. because it was with the right hand, so you caught more of his back as he was throwing it. So you really can't see the punch itself. Um, but if they say it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> but also did, did, speaking of of if they say it was bad, did you notice that Scott Dawson probably p- was the one producing that match? Yeah, it's beyond excited to to hear that he's he's in in that role too, and it serves. I think it serves him well too. Yeah, I mean that's from broadcasting. I know that the best way to learn is to direct, to run teleprompter, to learn everything, yep. and I'm I'm sure that's the same thing with wrestling as well. You learn just as much from training other people as you do from being in training yourself. Oh, absolutely. You learn how to how to break down everything. So if you don't necessarily understand something completely, if you're able to break it down into all of the the tiny movements that create the whole picture then you're able to fully understand what's mm-hmm. happening. I wanted to know whether this was something for the show or whether it is true. Um, Matt Bloom took Tino aside after the match and said that he's going to move him back down to the beginner's class of training. 
The only way to really know is if they if do we a follow-up yeah. next week and we see him hanging out with uh, Robbie Brookside. And and at the same time, if he like blasts through it or if he really takes it to heart. Because I, I would take that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you either work harder or you get discouraged. Right. True. Um, with, with something like that, with an opportunity to go back down to that level, um, most people would see it as, as a demotion, but it's like, well, that... Okay, so... They're doing this on purpose. It's not because they don't like me. They need me to work on something. So you get to fine-tune that stuff that people just kind of go, oh, I know it. Cool, I know it, and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. But if you get a chance to go back and really break down how you do stuff, how you do basic things, then it helps reinform the stuff up top that you've learned. Absolutely. It's, and it's in anything. Uh, the basics are the most important thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And just watching Tino... He his basics broke down as the match went on. As it started, he started very strong. He yep. came out to the ring, he looked, and he was hitting all his points. He was hitting everything. But as it went on, he became uh, overexposed would be the proper term. And all of the, the little things that he's not good at were brought to light. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not something you want to do. So you have to go back down. All professionals have to go back and hone their... their, uh, their basic, basic things. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not good at that, nothing you do is going to be believable. Yeah. Nothing. You have to be good at the uh, technical stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll never be perfect. Mm-hmm. But you just have to be as good as you can possibly be. And and speaking to that, I really liked how they showed Corbin talking to him. Mm-hmm. That did, like... While that could be, oh, it's two characters from Breaking Ground talking, interacting, uh, and and crossing storylines. Here is an ex-football player who's been doing this for three years. The best person to talk to Tino about it is a dude, is an ex-football player. who's like, this is unlike anything that you're used to. It's going to take time. And it it helped kind of break through for Baron in mm-hmm. that aspect to be like... If he sees somebody in somebody, he's not just going to be a D-bag about it. I also, right. in Baron's interview, when he said, you know, I really look after, or look after him, especially, like, I, I see him as someone that I want to help. I don't think that Baron is the type that the producers could go up to him and be like, hey, could you uh, fake saying this? Ex- yeah, no, no, that's a genuine <laughs> thing that Baron actually felt and for the, him to say. And it. that was presented later when Scott Hall, or when they showed yeah. uh, Scott Hall in there going like, everybody saw through your crap. Right? <laughs> I was like, yep. Speaking of uh, Scott Hall, I did want to mention someone, since we were talking about someone who tries to look the part with Tino, uh, getting his suits and Maserati and everything and looking like the top guy in the company, to someone whose character was based off of that, hey, uh, Scott, Hall, Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. Um, he comes back to the Performance Center to train everyone, give them advice, and you could tell, like, a lot of people in the performance center, when they were being trained by him, turned back into little kids who used to watch him on television, <laughs> right. which is just right. so cute to see. Okay, Razor. I just got uh, Mr. Hall. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they were like marking out. I watched your letter match a hundred times. <laughs> um, is that how you would react if you met him? I hope not. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've I've got to meet a lot of people. I don't think I've ever broken down to like being like, oh, I'm always very respectful, and I I look you gotta at, be. I look at them like peers more than I do anything else. Granted, they've gone and done way more than I have, but it's it's on a business level. It's well, it was like, like like even just uh, in New York, like just seeing him around with uh, uh, with Pac, just just like, wow, look at this. <laughs> they're right there, they're right. 
there. Hi. I mean, hello. <laughs> Greetings. But there, there's always that little voice. There's that little voice uh, of the of that little wrestling fan from when you were growing up that uh, you've just got to learn to translate from. <laughs> really. <laughs> Just tone, tone down. Keep the child quiet. Yeah, exactly. Your internal child needs to be quiet. And you have to be like, um, my son just wanted to tell you that he was a big fan. That's <laughs> Where is he? He's in here. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to leave now. That's creepy. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that they said on this show, and we've heard from a lot of people who are at NXT, is you have to learn from everyone. And for them to bring in multiple di- trainers just as as guests to the performance center um even if they're only there for a day i think it uh makes a huge impact especially somebody like scott hall mm-hmm. who's been everywhere and his is, is this completely recognizable figure so many people know exactly who he is from from just his catchphrases that's that's it from that alone you know exactly who he is so if you can try and be more like that then you have got a great path. Yeah. That's that's exactly what you should be. Wrestlers are guys that can be uh, recognized at, by as simply as "Hey yo," mm-hmm. that's it. But even more so than wrestlers, how Regal was like, he's been through different stuff and interacted with different people than I have, so I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you know someone is going through something and you can't quite put your finger on it, what isn't working, and then someone else comes in with a different set of eyes and is like, "Oh, you need to change this." Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we saw uh, Scott Hall give advice on was during promo class, um, Apollo is struggling with his promos. He's, you know, cutting them, he's memorizing them, um, and they're good. It's not like he's bad at promos, but Scott helps him and says, that's not how you would talk in real life. That sounds like a promo. You're talking like a promo. So figure out how to phrase it where it still is meaningful, but it's not robotic. Right. It doesn't seem like an like it doesn't seem unlike you. That that's the difference is it sounds like old school WWF, which is okay, but it's it's still a character and it's there's we see the the teleprompter in your eyes. So I'm I'm happy that somebody with the the promo caliber of Scott Hall was it was able to be like I I want to help you reach this new plateau and we've been slowly starting to see it since his his business with Baron so it it looks like he's taking it and applying it actively from week to week and i think you should you should be able to change the way you sound mm-hmm. uh if you don't like he, well that Apollo just comes said with he didn't be, like being comfortable yeah if he, and that is one of the reasons why i respect him so much is because he is critical of himself and he wants to be better Right, it's a, it's an important thing to have. So you need you need to make that change. Yeah, and if you don't like the way you sound, you can change the way you sound. That's what I did. I changed the way I sounded because I didn't think I sounded like a wrestler. Yeah, wrestlers they they have they have got this this gravitas. They've this thing that you can pretend and make fun of. Yeah. But it's completely there. You just have to do it with practice. Right. I mean, that's all it is. I couldn't even place an order to a Chinese food store when I was in high school, and now I talk for a living. Like, <laughs> no, literally. Wow. Like, I was too scared to get on the phone. So it's well, just, I, it takes I, practice, it takes getting comfortable, and... My entire life, uh, people have been trying to put corks in my mouth to get me to shut up. So I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing 100% fine, and now I talk reasonably for a living. I'm getting more comfortable with this. Slowly, <laughs> with with being you, yeah, yeah, I don't like it. it's weird. I don't like it either. <laughs> 
Um, so another thing that is featured during this episode is um, Josh from Tough Enough. He has made the transition to Orlando, but he wanted to move his family there as well. He has a three-year-old daughter um, and his his woman, and um, he gets advice from I forget who it was on the episode. Brookside. Brookside. Yeah. Okay. Um, about moving them down and how it's you know going to be a transition, but it's a good thing. Yeah. So seems like he's set settling in. It's a setup. Um, it's it's just a setup so for bigger cute. things to come. Yeah. Yeah. And now that he doesn't have to worry about them coming and and the moving process, he can finally really, as he said, plant his seeds and and just go, just go. Yeah. Um, we see Dana Brooke in this episode. She is working out with one of her friends and uh, fellow NXT uh, wrestler Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they're working out, and um, that's about it. But later yeah. in the episode, <laughs> I guess at, this is one of the tieovers to next week's episode. Is Dana Brooke is in the ring. She's talking about how Oscar came in, and a lot of girls would be threatened because Oscar moved very quickly to the top of the roster um, of the women, and she has a very different stru- style. It's a strong style, style um, <laughs> for short, and. Uh, <laughs> So Dana is in the ring, uh, training with her, takes a really bad bump, and she can tell that something is wrong. Um, so we don't really know how serious that is. It looked good to me. It looks that's, fine. That's the thing about about wrestling injuries. They happen in innocuous ways. Mm-hmm. With Sami Zayn, he threw his arm up and blew yeah. his shoulder I out. I thought it looked like she landed a little bit more <laughs> on her neck or her her head hit after or something like that. So it wasn't her head. It I looked mean, like it, something with her her neck. It was probably like her neck, neck going yeah. into her shoulder. A, a li- um, yeah, a little bit more could be flat a, maybe. Could have been a pinched nerve. Yeah. Um but it, it looked perfectly fine to me. But that's just how Yeah, these I had, I had happen. to keep going back and and watch it and I was like, okay, so she, it was something it was something not as apparent. Yeah, she's flat. Yeah, <laughs> she's she looked. Up she took went, the. Hey. <laughs> she did the bump seemingly yeah. fine, but Oscar walks away and is smiling, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> oops, what was that? Okay. Was that me?" But that's it. It's great to see that side of Dana of like, yeah. no, 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 bring it on. I don't. Well, because we care. saw a few episodes back, she wasn't willing to take the bump from Naya. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Um, Speaking of Naya, she is getting ready. She's gearing up for her first match. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) You're just waiting for that. No, I didn't mean to do that. That was a bad one in the moment. (laughs) Um, But she is with one of the seamstresses of WWE coming up with her outfit uh, for that debut. Um, And it's the blue and copper um, outfit, which... It made me laugh, just this whole thing. Because so many people, when she debuted, did not like her outfit. Well, yeah, she was so into it. I love her, what we had seen at the live shows with the the cape, the black... What it's evolved in. Shoulders, yeah. Shoulder pads. And that's what she was doing at live shows before she even had this specific outfit made. Um, And then she's gone back to that. Like we saw at Takeover last week, she had this she just, incredible. It was a, it was a combo, though. something yeah. special for her debut. Yeah, and then every, all, at least a lot of people in our chat just 
pooped right all over well, I mean, it. Me too. She made it special, it. you she guys. Did, and that's she, great. She yeah. made it special, and you took it for granted. If, I mean, if that was the first time we saw her, I think I would have liked it. I would have just liked her in general. But because we've seen um, what else she has in her <laughs> outfits, like I'm like, oh, wait, no, girl. I like the other stuff. It was just the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean... At the end of the day, it didn't hurt her at all. And also, no. speaking of this segment and going back to promo class, we're seeing so much Hugo Knox. I was just say <laughs> has that. he been cleared? Damn it! Hugo Knox has been all over this show. He's been in almost every episode. He's, he's done he the live events. He's done a lot That's right. And yeah. He's been doing he's done the in ring stuff, too. and he's been doing the he the, the tests. Telly when Sabatelli yeah, he was, was doing the in ring tests. He just he's seems everywhere. like a guy that he looks like he's ready. I mean, he looks definitely oh, yeah. like he's ready. He looks um, like he's ready, but. <laughs> What we've seen in promo class, what we've seen as personality, it seems like he would be a good fit on NXT TV. It's just maybe it's a you know finding a spot, finding a spot because there are a lot of guys up there right now, and especially a lot of guys who are at the top of that, from Baron Corbin to Apollo Cruz to Finn Balor to Samoa Joe. Maybe they just need someone to get called up for there to be a space in NXT. Because he, when we saw him at uh, at WrestleMania last year, he was just. A, a spark plug of personality. He had both of us going, who the hell's this guy? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Who is this guy? This is yeah. polka dot wearing <sighs> son of a biscuit. Come on. <laughs> he, lo- he, looked, he looks amazing. He does? I mean, he's flipping around. Yeah, well, I'm, just a little I'm just saying, he looks really good. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's but a I'm taking. Just I'm taking. So. Unfortunately for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Yes, uh, moving on, we see someone who is just living the gimmick, Mojo Raleigh, throwing a party. He just bought his his house, and he <laughs> wants to break it in with a house party. He um, has a party robe. He does have a That's party robe. That's how seriously robe. he takes this. Um, he has official garments we that saw he wears. our friend Alicia Way there. Yep, mm-hmm. Alicia was there. At the party, um, and several other girls. And this <laughs> this seemed like something that was staged for the show. Sure. I have to say. Maybe. <laughs> hey, Mojo, you want to... I don't doubt that he has parties, sure. but... Sure. <laughs> but, hey, Mojo, do you want to do a housewarming party? We could be there. <laughs> Just like, you don't have to ask me. Like, I was going to go into full <laughs> Mojo, but I don't want to. Um, I don't have that type of energy. But it was, uh, it was just him going full tilt, like... I've been waiting for you to ask this question since the show started. <laughs> Let's do a cribs, but it's all my house. <laughs> yeah, why haven't we done a full cribs with his house? I'm, I'm sure we. we I'm sure it's on the cutting room floor. Yeah, that'll be on the season one DVD. Oh. That'd be a funny, like YouTube video too. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to mention from this episode? We kind of breezed through it all. Well, in terms of the... Oh, breeze. The fo- hey, oh, actually, we, we can talk actually, about that. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about that, um, about uh, Tyler and Train Sammy training Marie. Marie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it it was a good thing to see her just working on basics. And to, ha- and to have two amazing veterans mm-hmm. be able to coach you. Yeah. Be, uh, like, past- I hope she's appreciative of that, because yeah. that's oh, yeah. not... It's just funny you see the clicks shake out on this show. The football players are hanging together. The indie guys are hanging together. <laughs> you know how this Canadian indie guys are hanging together. You just know that this is how the locker room shakes out on any given night. This is just how it shakes out. You go where you're comfortable. Everybody eh? gets clicky. That's just how it is in wrestling. Mm-hmm. High school lunchroom. Absolutely. Yeah. I hang out with guys who aren't into fairy tale sports. That's where I go. Sorry, like fanny, football? fantasy sports. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. Fairy tale football. Yeah. Okay. 
Because that's that's a whole click unto itself, dude. It's a sen- it's just it's just an else. RPG, <laughs> like the quarterbacks, like the mage, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. If you book it like magic missile, yeah, that's what that's what a football is. <laughs> like if you if you book it like D and D, it's a lot more entertaining. Yeah. And I and I don't know if they're real or not, so it's it makes just as much sense. <laughs> These names can't be real. No, that's These a, are ridiculous. Mutati, what the hell is that? Ocho Cinco. <laughs> right. Um, that's anyways. a creative character. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's just like one of those names where you like put your forehead on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Eight zero, <laughs> but what if I write that out in Spanish? It also sounds like just a, a bad, a bad voice to text. I didn't say Ocho Cinco. What is wrong with you? Stupid Sends it. Damn all it. right, we're we're putting all of you new merchandise with Ocho Cinco. No, um, but um, having like you mentioned earlier with people finding different ways for them to kind of find their role depending on their physical limitations. Uh, seeing Sammy so hands on, hands off, so to speak. In in guiding Eva was and what I, what great was, for all sides. What he was saying to her was was absolutely right, and she should listen to that. When you're get some good metaphors too. Did right, yeah, yeah. Point. I actually hadn't heard that before. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's different. Use it. It's punctuation. And you do this, it's writing out a sentence. Da, 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 period. I like that a lot. That's a really good. Exclamation one. point. Exclamation point. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. That's is that like is that a falsy? Is that like an end of the match falsy where everything ends in that? I think the, that's that's a bosh. The, what happened yeah. there? <laughs> when you roll out of someone's dropkick, <laughs> right? Question mark. Yeah. Whoops. Um, but it's it, even what he was saying just about how something sounds. Uh, you can you can tell something is done right just by the way it sounds. Not even using. You your, don't want the clunk clunk. You want the. Right, right. If if you do it right, sometimes it'll You're sound welcome. like I'm a, really good at sound You don't effects. want the clunk clunk. You want the poomph. <laughs> it's my side job. Live in, <laughs> You're a Foley artist? Yeah. Are you, are you write comic books? You do the impact noises? <laughs> poomph. Yes. Kathy Kelly, world's best Foley artist. How? <laughs> also, even though she didn't have uh, an aside, we learned that Eva Marie can be talked about now on the show. And she's not just somebody in the background. She can she's be a focused. real person. And her name is Anakin. But she can uh, she can actually have moments on the show. And I would like to red see Vader. more... Exp- uh, all red lightsaber, everything. Uh, I, I would like to see an expanded look on her and her training now. This side of it, as opposed to just... So yeah, I'm meeting with Brian uh, to go train. It's going to be great. And so instead We're of the total diva about side... It do it! Yeah, instead of the total diva side, the the breaking ground side. And yeah. she's learning things other than Brian's finishers. Yes, yes she is. True. How to, how to drop an elbow with character instead of just... I did it. Something that... I don't know if I just hadn't heard the term before, but I'm hearing more and more often is reps, 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 reps. Mm-hmm. They say that in every single their, episode, their and that's term. just the terminology. Um, but over the past month, I feel like because I, I think they're capable of doing reps in the independent circuit. You sort of book your own, you book yourself, so you book as many things as you can. But with them, their stuff is so regular and so often that you actually can get reps. You yeah. can do it like really often because that's they do three that, or four shows a weekend for really, NXT alone. They so. handle all your booking. That's mm-hmm. such an easy way to go. <laughs> That's mostly the reason people want to work for WWE. What do you mean? I don't have to call people anymore? Fantastic. Well, Sign me up. Um, I don't. I would disagree that that's the reason why people want <laughs> to work reason. for WWE. That's but I would say that it, it has its its pluses and it has its minuses of, you know, if you are
are working for the company, yes, you don't have to call up promoters or, you know, do that kind of thing, but you still are networking within the company as opposed to in a, a broader spectrum. Um, so, yeah, you don't have to go in and make those individual phone calls, but when you're on the indies, your fate is in your own hands, mm-hmm. yeah. not in someone else's. Well, so. I mean, see what happens with uh, with our good friend Juice Robinson. The minute he got his release, please book me at this at this email address. Please yep. book me here. And, and it's with anybody. Please book me here. Please book me Solomon here. Solomon Crow. Oh, Sammy Callahan? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Of course, those guys have got the best exposure. Now. That's the thing. They've is been there. They've done now that. Now people, they, like, they just go, here's my new contact email address, and I'm, and they you, just put you, it out every now and again. If you write that at the top of a wrestling resume, anybody's going to book you. It's yeah. just a matter of price more mm-hmm. than anything else. But they're going to want to book you. That's it. So this is great exposure. I disagree with that because I know someone who was at NXT years ago, and he and I had a conversation about how he can't get booked. Oh, I've not had this conversation with you. Yeah. I'm curious as to who it is. But I suppose I we will talk later. Don't spread things about people. So no, that's you don't. why I'm you keeping don't. it vague. Kiss and tell. That's not. I'm not Never saying That's an expression. Never kiss. That's an expression, <laughs> not no. a literal transposition of what no. happened. Well, we don't even know who it is, so they might be ugly. You don't even. I mean, Are they you're something to look at. Uh, there is, <laughs> I know I'm ugly. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's why I like you. Uh, you're honest with yourself. <laughs> Um, oh, I, thought I, made, I thought I made you look good. Well, there's that, too. Uh, um, but, uh, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm th- not talking about you. I'm talking about me. Oh, oh I broke her. I got her. Um, <laughs> You're talking about me. What I was going to say um, <laughs> was, it was this show got really manic near the end. The, like, the physical episode itself started with, we're going to have this line, we're going to have this line, we're going to have this line. And about, with like... Seven minutes left. It was like, oh, look at this person. Oh, what that? What they're doing? Uh, what's that person doing? Oh, look. Uh, and then uh, ask us in the ring. And then uh, and it got really manic as many and people cra- as possible. <laughs> Which is weird because just extend the segments of the people that we're following and leave those for the next episode. It's a mad, 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 mad world wrestling entertainment. Well, they might have realized. <laughs> oh wow, we just filmed like. X hours of footage, and we only have this many episodes cleared, so... Whoops! But I mean, last <laughs> last week's episode was like 40, 42 minutes, and this one was 32. So it's that's not true. like they they had... They could drop down, I think, at the very least to 22 minutes, because that's TV. So I, I think it should be able to go either way, unless they're like, you have to get at least 30 minutes in there. But they don't have to worry about commercials for Breaking Ground, so no. 30 is fine, but 22 is, is regular TV. So I, I think... You don't have to sacrifice format just because, just for like stuff. Like, oh, but we got to fit more stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And and it, I think that this episode, I, I don't want to say suffered, but drops down it. in the pantheon of like physically cut and produced yeah, episodes. It just it's not bad. Me why there is a lack of consistency in time? Yes, like you don't have a format like you can stick to. I mean, granted, you don't necessarily have to because you're on the network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of do whatever I mean, you feel you need to do. Essentially but. the same as when a YouTuber puts out videos. They're not going to say, oh, every single one of my videos has to be three minutes. Exactly. Not a second over, not a second under. Um, it's it's that format where if they feel like they got everything in their episode that they wanted in 22 minutes, great. If they feel like they need 42 minutes for an episode, fine. Like, as long as... I just wish it was more consistent of we know every single Monday 
we're going to get a new episode. Yeah, release. There's not going to be a Monday where we don't. Because there's sometimes, like, we get it after pay-per-view sometimes, or or we get it after Raw, some others, and other weeks we don't get it. So if there was a consistent release schedule, then I think the other parts wouldn't be as, like, we wouldn't be looking at those as much. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, well, if we knew what day we're getting these, then we can, we know, all right, well, then at least I can plan out yeah. a 35-minute 35 35 minute chunk out of my day to watch this show. I think they're in a groove now <laughs> with Breaking Ground where they've established, because we're familiar with the characters, but we're not familiar necessarily with the, the people behind the characters. And so we've established the personalities of people, we've established where they are within the company within training um, who their friend groups are and now we're just kind of seeing uh, more of an inside look into their lives Yeah, so yeah. that's what it's going to continue to be unless they decide for season 2 to focus on a completely different group of people maybe we'll see Hugo Knox as a character in I would like two. to that would be that would be a different way to go that would be actually I'd be very interested in that and so, and sort of look, look into how the other ones are doing that were on season one, but focus mainly on a new group on season two. I yeah. think that that's a great way to go. Yeah, awesome. Well, have an episode. Um, yep. Hopefully, you guys will be able to do one next week. I'll let you know which couch I'm watching it from. Please do. Um, yeah. Can I have you call in? Yeah. 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 Um, I think. This time next week, I will be doing Sam Roberts' show, so I don't know if I'll be But able to have Sam call in, so. too. But I... Never mind. I'm not even going to say that because I don't know if that's true or not. Cool. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but right. I'm going to not say something. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want to tell tales out of school, either. Oh, okay. So. Um, anyways... Uh, Really looking forward to having another consistent episode next week. Uh, Thank you all for watching. We hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. And let us know what you thought of this episode. Leave us a comment below on YouTube. Rate, subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell a friend, because that's how we grow here. um, And we're able to keep the after shows going. Mm -hmm. And, of course, communicate with us on Twitter. Where can they find you, Brandon? They can find me at CWFH Training on Twitter. If you want to know anything about wrestling, you go ahead and tweet me right there, and I'll tweet you right back uh, go to nxteam.spreadshirt.com if you want to buy any of the shirts because they're pretty hot I mean and the holidays are here so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there was an after Christmas sale I mean why not maybe some Boxing new shirts yeah. maybe some new shirts yeah you gotta you gotta both y'all gotta yeah. confer, confirm some stuff um, I confirmed it if, oh did you yeah oh, alright well then yeah we will have new shirts yeah, coming out before the end of the year uh, for for some people named Kathy Kelly not all just some uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at SoapboxMark um, we're gonna be doing NXT uh, right after the live show ends so come back here 6pm we're gonna be live uh, as Kathy mentioned we're going to be uh, we're gonna be figuring out how we're gonna be doing Breaking Ground next week but we will be doing breaking ground next week so please come back in uh i was on hot pepper gaming this week it was fun it was interesting it hurt a bit uh go to hotpeppergaming.com i did a review of star wars battlefront it was a lot of fun uh miss kathy kelly do you still have all of your taste buds i do oh i actually i've been eating a lot more spicy food since yeah actually yeah you kind of grow a a callus on your tongue tolerance um, you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find me on Instagram at Kathy Kelly. Uh, follow all of us here on Twitter and Instagram at AfterBuzzTV. And have a Merry Christmas. We will see you next week. Merry Christmas. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.